When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Lucas, <laughs> yes. run the damn Oh. You're speaking my love language. Run the damn ball. Ah, well done, well done. Yes, indeed. Run the damn ball, baby. That is what the commanders are going to have to do, probably, in all likelihood, to even have a shot. That's right. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. September the 29th, yeah, thy Lord and Savior, 2023, uh, working remotely today uh, because I had an appointment uh, that ran way too long, uh, and Matty Ice is back in our D.C. studios out on Half Street, and um, so we don't get to see each other today, and that means, you know, things are always a little mm, slightly discombobulated just because... It's easier, obviously, to work in person, but we get it done, and we will get it done. We will persevere over the next three hours uh, as we will talk to you about how and if and what chance the commanders have of winning on Sunday in Philadelphia. And before you go, they have no shot. Well, hmm. How do we say they have no shot? Because the same people that said they had no shot said they had no shot last year. And the last time I checked, on November 14th, last year, 2022, not even a year ago, the Commanders won on Monday Night Football in Philadelphia And shocked the world, right? Philly was undefeated at the time. And they shocked the world. Nobody gave them a chance. I thought they could compete. I thought they would lose a close one. And instead, they won. I think it was 32-26, memory serves me correct? I'll double check that. But we can't sit here legitimately and say they have no chance. So I ask you, with no co-host today, Linnell was with us Wednesday and Thursday, DOC was with us on Tuesday, Fridays are about you and me, and that means we'll have more time to get your phone calls in, 
Um, please be as short as you possibly can. I know I talk a lot, but it is my show. Um, we want to take as many calls as we can, but we've got to trim the length of the calls. Okay, so try and get through as quickly as you possibly can at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. In a wreck, Ace Law will help you get a check on my guy Eric at Ace Law, 8888 Ace Law, after you call us at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Again, last year, the Commanders won in Philadelphia. On Monday Night Football, and really, I want to say, again, nobody gave them a chance to win that game because of what the Eagles had done preceding that game. Actually, it was 32-21. My bad. 32-21. I thought it was 32-26. Uh, 32-21. Here's how they did it. They ran the snot out of the football in the first half, but they didn't run it just straight up the middle, Danny Ruye style. You know, what Danny loves to do is run into a pile. Helmet on a helmet, man on a hat, man to man. I, I'm teasing because I know Danny's my guy, and he often listens, which I appreciate. They didn't want to do that, and they didn't do that. They ran with a lot of design. They ran with jet sweeps and eye candy. If you go back and you watch that first half of the Monday night win in Philadelphia last year, they didn't just run it straight up the gut. No, no. They ran it by design, by trickeration, by eye candy, by shift, by movement, by jet sweep, gives, jet gives, all that stuff. Different looks. And they ran it, and they ran it, and they were down 7 to nothing early. People forget. I forgot that. They were down 7 to nothing early against the 8-0 Eagles going into the game at home. Monday night football. Unbeatable, right? And somehow the commanders, even down 7 nothing early, got back into it, tied it up at 7, went down 14-7. Again, think about that. They were down twice in the first quarter. By seven points, and they still found a way (gasps) to keep running the football. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then the Joey Sly Show started. He was really good that night, which he's not always really good. A 44-yarder, a 58-yarder right before the half, a 32-yarder. A 55-yarder, so four field goals. They had the defensive turnover touchdown at the end from former Eagle Casey Tuhill was on the show about a week and a half ago. They had a Brian Robinson touchdown as he was really just kind of getting really oiled up in that game for the first time, I would say. That was the first game that I remember going, oh, man, Brian Robinson can be good. Like, he's not Reggie Bush good, Marshall Falk good. But he can be physical good. He can carry people with him. That's how good he can be. And the commanders ran the football for 152 yards in that game. 152 yards. And I think it was like, I want to say it was like 40-some-odd Um 
rushing attempts. Try to find it here. Uh, Robinson had 26. Gibson had 14. So that's 40. Samuel, 4. Heineke, 5. So 49. It was even higher than I thought it was. 49. And again, the average wasn't that great because they didn't really run the ball well in the second half. It worked in the first half. I mean, Philadelphia was susceptible to the run last year. And they didn't really have a clue in the first half by memory. Again, the numbers didn't work out to be as good because Washington didn't really do a good enough job in the second half. They were getting annihilated at the point of attack, which could likely happen this Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field, where we'll be. I'll be there. But the Commanders held on to the football for 40 minutes and 24 seconds in that game. And that meant the Eagles had the ball for less than 20 minutes and turned the ball over four different times. They had the ball less than 20 minutes and turned the ball over four times. And that's part of the reason why they had it less than 20 minutes. But you get my point. You get my point. There is a formula to win. There is a way that you can win. And in addition to asking you what percentage chance you give them out of 100, and I would imagine it's going to be very much on the low side, and that's okay. Be honest. You don't have to sugarcoat anything just because some of the executives over there listen. Just because you might get called out by another caller at 301-230-0980. It's okay. It's okay if you want to be honest. If you think they have no chance to win, I think you're wrong. But say it. But come with some conviction. But if we're being honest, and this is the second part of the question, obviously, how do the commanders win? Well... Here's what you can't do. Get sacked nine times. That's an obvious. No more than four sacks is what I'll say. No more than four sacks. Cut that number at least in half. And four would be more than half, but, you know, you, I mean, it's either four or five. And four is less than half or more than half, and five is less than half. I'll take four, please. I'll take four sacks. Let's try not to have two drives in one game where we get sacked on back-to-back plays. Because that's what happened last week to the Buffalo Bills on the first series and on the second-to-last series. And then on the last series, they were sacked another time. Actually, they were sacked, I think, two out of three plays on the final series or something like, or, you know, maybe it was reverse. But they got sacked four times after they were down 30 to nothing. Obviously, they're teeing off. The Bills know that they're not running. The commanders have a religious aversion to running so far in the first three games, which makes a lot of the number nerds happy. It doesn't win football games. It doesn't win football games. So they've got to cut the sacks in half, more than in half, in my opinion, four or less. 
obviously, you cannot turn the ball over five times. We just talked about how you beat the Eagles at the link last November on Monday Night Football, then 8-0, and shocked the world. They forced four takeaways. How did the Bills win last week? Well, you combine nine sacks with five takeaways, along with really a sixth because of a turnover on downs on the fourth and goal. So that's really six takeaways. If you take if you turn the ball over more than two times in this game, you're probably dead. You're probably dead in the water. Two times is too much in my opinion. If you do it three times or more, you probably have no shot. And vice versa, if you force only one turnover, you almost have no shot. That's right. If you only get one takeaway, which is what the Bills did last week, or the Commanders did against the Bills, you're almost likely to have no shot. Again, you could win a game if a couple of freakazoid tape things happen, but please help yourself. Help yourself like you did last year at the link. Four takeaways would be amazing. I don't expect it. Nobody should plan on it. Nobody can predict it. Nobody can count it. You shouldn't, again, think it. But if you could do it, that would be awesome. They got lucky. They got lucky. The last one, obviously, was not only a turnover, but also a touchdown, which expanded the win that two hill scored but the Dallas Goddard fumble and missed face mask which would have reversed not only the fumble and the takeaway but also would have given the Eagles an extra 15 yards was huge as the Eagles had really tightened that game again again you can't expect four takeaways But you can sure as hell hope, plan, try, expect to get two. And if you can get two, maybe you can get three. And maybe if you get really, really fortunate, you'll get four. But don't expect that. Two would be ideal. And the Eagles can be sloppy. We have not seen a crisp Eagles passing attack so far this year. We didn't see it in that particular game last year. In week three at FedEx Field, we saw a crisp Eagles passing attack against one guy and two one guy. Devontae Smith against Kendall Fuller. Devontae Smith ate Kendall Fuller for lunch, spit him out, and rehad him for dinner. That was it, though. They didn't do anything else the rest of that game. Benjamin St. Juice had, I think, the best game of his NFL career in that game. That was in week three. And even though the commanders were soundly beat, and obviously you give the Eagles all the credit in the world, it's not like the Eagles have destroyed this commander's defense in any way. In any way, in any real legitimate way. I know there was the Tuesday night game with COVID and all that stuff, and the Eagles pulled away. I got it. I understand. I'm talking about 
last year when the Eagles were a juggernaut and were undefeated until the Commanders beat them in Philadelphia and went to the Super Bowl and had a lead in the fourth quarter and could have, should have won the Super Bowl and did not. So there are all sorts of ways that the Commanders could beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, get two-plus takeaways. Don't turn the ball over more than one time. Keep possession of the football. You're not going to do it 40 minutes like you did it last year in Philly? Hey, how about 33 minutes? Run the football. Jeez, what a novel concept. What a novel freaking concept. I'm going to tell you how they should run the ball and why they shouldn't get into a shoving match because they're already going to have enough of that on the other side when we return. And I want you to join me. Tell me what percentage chance you give the commanders to win in Philadelphia week four, Sunday afternoon at one. And also, how do the commanders win? And let's go beyond just the surface. Well, Sam's got to play well. EB's got to, you know, call a better game. Of course, we know that. Let's get specific. Let's get dialed in. I got a couple of specific things for you coming up that maybe, probably, you haven't been thinking about. And I'm going to hit you with them when we return. Just get rocking and rolling here on a football Friday in the DMV. Come and join us. Even though the commanders got blown out last week, Different week, different game, different matchup. It's a divisional game. It's the first one of the year. All right, good to have you with us right here on a Friday in the nation's capital and beyond. Along with Matty Ice back in our D.C. Half Street Studios, I am the Rooster. And you are you. Yeah, baby, let's get going. What percentage chance do you give the Commanders to win a game that nobody is going to pick them in? What was the last line I saw? Nine and a half? I think it was nine and a half. I mean, pretty much that's telling you that Vegas, and I think it opened up at seven and a half on Sunday night after the annihilation by the Bills. That's pretty much telling you that Vegas and the betters, after an Eagles win on Monday night, which I didn't find particularly overwhelmingly impressive, despite being a 2-0 team on the road in Tampa, I I was not blown away by any stretch. But basically what Vegas, for whatever that's worth, and it's not worth a lot, and betters are telling you, is that they don't think the commanders have much of a shot at all. And that's okay. You you know what? Here's the deal. Everybody wants this team to compete and win and be back to the NFL elite. And I want that too. We all want that because it's better for business. But... Until they get to that point, and they might not ever get to that point. Until they get to that point. The best thing that I think could have happened, as weird as this is going to be, is for them to get humiliated. For them to get 
absolutely chopped down at the knees against an elite program. Again, you didn't want to see it. You'd rather them win. But if you were going to lose, if you were going to lose, you weren't hopefully going to have some sort of false sense of security and like this moral victory thing. What you wanted was a loss that dialed you back in, that reeled you back in, that said, whoa, horsey, slow down. Don't get ahead of yourself, young men. Don't think you're better than you are because you're not. Welcome to the big leagues, Buffalo, Philadelphia. Yeah, Arizona and Denver were nice. And you even struggled against Arizona and ultimately barely beat Denver. And all of a sudden scoring 35 points against Denver, 36 points, whatever it was, ain't looking that good or as good as it was because they just gave up 70 and could have easily given up 77 if Mike McDaniel was a jerk, which he's not. But... In a way, hopefully getting embarrassed, annihilated, humiliated, kicked in the teeth, stomped on, wakes this team up. Hey, you got woken up because you found out you're not anywhere near as good as the NFL elite, but you didn't lose a 20-17 to heartbreaker. You didn't lose a 24-21 squeaker. You didn't go toe-to-toe with the Buffalo Bills and say, and leave it all on the line. You really left nothing on the line. It was 16-0 going into the fourth quarter. Certainly not humiliating and embarrassing at that point. But the fourth quarter is the fourth quarter. And they barely got shut out. I mean, they, they narrowly missed getting shut out. I guess that was the only saving grace, I guess. But they gave up 37 points overall. Again, some of that terrible field position because of the turnovers, we all understand. But maybe the best thing was for them to get absolutely just bombed. Because hopefully, the competitor in them, the professionals in them, the spirit in them, is saying, okay, we failed test one against the NFL's royal family. We failed it poorly. We got an F. Really, we got a." I don't know, a G or an H, if we're being honest, but an F. We don't need a moral victory, but a moral victory this week would signify some sort of progress. But more importantly, what if a more, what if a F and what if cranking up a division game on the road against a team on a short week That might be soaring and flying high, fly, eagles, fly. And that really isn't playing all that well on offense and potentially could be ripe for the picking. And when I say the offense, I mean more in the passing game. Clearly, they are running the football. That's that's not to say that they're not doing a good job, the Eagles. But what if that's the right recipe? Our pride, our dignity, our kind of um, self-evaluation 
which there's nobody that could look at last week and say anything other than an F. And again, it would go further if we could. But we'll just leave it at an F. And what if we galvanize ourselves? And what if we do the unthinkable for a second year in a row? Now, it's not 8-0 like it was last year. It's 3-0. And the Eagles are coming in, again, off a short week, a two-and-a-half-hour trip back home, didn't get home until Tuesday you know, Tuesday morning at 4 or 5 in the morning. That's a short week. That's a tough turnaround. They are at home. They are at home. But this is the commanders have a chance if they do a bunch of smart things. Now, that's the question. Are they going to be able to do a bunch of smart things? One of the smart things that I think they need to do and can do and should do is play with a lot of 12 and 13 personnel early on in this game, trying to establish that run, which is something Eric Bieniemy has had an aversion to in all three first halves and really all three games. But he was much better in the second half against Arizona, Denver, not as much against Buffalo. But establish the run with run-heavier looks, 12 and 13 personnel, meaning two and three tight ends, so that you have a little extra bulk, number one, so that you can run to the edges, number two, and... When you want to run play action or a quick screen or something off of 12 and 13 personnel, it's easier to get extra blockers out into space, whether it be in the slot, whether it be on a natural running back screen, whether it be on a wide receiver smoke, whether it be on a slant, whatever it might be, a tunnel screen from the wide receiver, whatever it might be, you have some extra guys in the package to get out there and block in space and maybe chop down a backside attacker, a blocker, or a defender. And maybe, depending on the route in which the receiver intends to go and chooses to go either by play call or by design or by natural instinct, you've got a couple of extra bigger bodies out there with Logan Thomas likely back. Likely. We'll get an official practice update uh, here come, but he was full go yesterday. John Bates, Cole Turner, your offensive lineman, they've been better in run blocking than certainly pass blocking. This makes all the sense in the world to me, not just from a running perspective, but more importantly, from a, hey, when we choose to pass, we want to get it out of Sam's hands, quick pivot step drops, one step drops, three step drops, short Quick, if he's in pistol, if he's in gun, don't drop back extra. Just fire the ball, get it out of his hands, get it into playmakers, get it to Terry, get it to, get it to Jahan Dotson, get it to Curtis Samuel, who's had a heck of a start. As much as we want to say about Terry struggling a little bit for targets and Jahan Dotson being missing in action, Curtis Samuel's had a really good start. Get Diami involved early. Get the tight ends involved early on a little quick, flat release. You know, if you go 12, 13 personnel, you don't have to run. You can sell run and connect on the short pass in the flat or quick little option route or quick little sit down. There are ways you can do this that the commanders have not done enough of. Not to say that they haven't done any of, but that they have not done enough of. 
And that's one big thing that I have on my mind going into this game on how the Commanders can win. We'll continue to ask you how you think they can get the job done on the phones. At 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Again, in a rec, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW and tell Eric the Team 980 and the Rooster sent you back in a flash after a trending alert. All right, indeed, the Commanders getting ready for the Philadelphia Eagles again this Sunday. We'll have full-day coverage for you on the Team 980. Kickoff at 1 o'clock from Lincoln Financial Field. Earl Forsey in the morning, Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson from Tap Sports Bar. Three hours before uh, Sunday's action, so that means 10 a.m. Linnell and the DOC have you covered after the game, during the game coverage for you as well uh, as the Commanders try and go to 3-1 and one in a short week ahead against the Chicago Bears. Meanwhile, the game of the day on Sunday will be the Buffalo Bills, who spanked the Commanders last Sunday at FedEx Field, and the Miami Dolphins up in Orchard Park. But the Bills are already without star safety Jordan Poyer as he continues uh, to deal with a knee injury uh, that uh, allowed him to, or that kept him from practicing uh, all of this week. He uh, suffered the injury during last Sunday's win against the Commanders. Meanwhile, the final weekend of the baseball's regular season underway uh, tonight after a couple of days off this week. The uh, the, uh, Nationals, rather, are in Atlanta to finish up the regular season, sitting at 69 wins and 90 losses. We mentioned the Orioles. They clinch the American League East and host the Red Sox tonight, and that's what's trending. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ukulele speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 months special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details all right good to have you with us on a football friday in the nation's capital and beyond, right out to the calls we go, 301-230-0980. What percentage chance do you give the commanders of winning and why? And then what do they have to do in order to win? And again, it's easy to say, well, they have to protect Sam Howell better. 
EB's got to call a game bet, a quick game better. EB's got to run. I, I understand all that. I'm looking for a little bit deeper detail. I gave you one off the bat. Play more, I believe. More 12 and 13 personnel. Extra tight ends. Instead of all this fancy schmancy crap at wide receiver. Longer developing routes. Play more tight ends. Bates. Again, Logan Thomas should be back. Assuming everything goes okay. He was full go yesterday. After being limited on Wednesday. Missed the game last week. Was a huge loss. He is very important to this passing game. Play more 12 and 13 personnel, meaning more tight ends, to not only help you in the run game, uh, in the pass blocking game, pass protection game, I should say, but also in the run game, out on the edges and out on the perimeters. And here's why I'm going to say that. In addition to the obvious benefits, more guys to block, the better off you should be. In addition to that, The Philadelphia Eagles, according to NFL GSIS, I can't chart this, so i got to go by what they say. Off a left end, rushes off of left end, meaning to the far outside of the left tackle. Only seven times have teams rushed against them in three games to what GSIS and data and data, you know, the, the chip technology and whatever says. Seven rushes. But they're averaging, allowing 5.57 yards per rush. 5.57 yards per rush. And let me give you a better one. Again, a much smaller sample size. But when teams rush to the right end, meaning outside the right tackle, essentially outside Again, towards the hashes, towards the numbers, what, however you want to describe that. There's only two attempts as charted, but they've allowed 6.50 per rush. So if you take left end, right end rushes against the Eagles defense, and you take the two ends to the far outside perimeter, harder to get to, I understand, but extra tight end should help you get there. You have nine rushes against and an average of about six yards per carry. It is very, very, very simple. If you watch the Eagles, you shouldn't be running against Jordan Davis, who did not play in that game on last uh, the Monday night uh, against th- that the Commanders won. And Jordan Davis has been great so far. Oh, and by the way, they have tremendous pass rushers. Tremendous pass rushers. And if you're going to try and just run up the middle, again, hat on a hat, that's not a smart idea. Jalen Carter is going to blow up a lot of things Aaron Donald style, and Jordan Davis has been absolutely a stud. Don't do it. You want to do it once or twice? Okay, fine. Don't do it by design. I'll be very, very upset if that's the game plan. Because that makes no sense. But I just gave you the game plan and how you can run. Granted, a smaller sample size. Let's get to the calls. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Let's get to Dr. Sabah to get us going here on a Friday. What's up, Doc? How are you? Hey there, Christopher. I uh, I uh, didn't want to chime in. I kind of got late yesterday, so I thought, let me just uh, save myself for today. 
And uh, But you and Linnell always have a good time together. I realize that. Um, I just think about this game. First of all, I got a couple of um, points um, that, you know, Taylor Heineke is not walking through that door, unfortunately. You know, I like saying, but, I mean, think about three huge plays that Taylor did in that game last year. The hike over the head when we were already down seven. He ran back to almost the end zone and got that ball and threw it past the line of scrimmage so he wouldn't get a grounding call. And we ended up scoring on that drive. And then just before the half, we would have just, you know, like not scored. But he uh, scrambled to the left and threw, I think, a pass to Deami Brown uh, right in field goal range. And Joy Sly actually made the kick. So that was huge. And then on one of the last plays of the game, he turned basically running the clock out, kind of uh, an okay, like uh, we want to uh, purposeful sack. Uh, faked the guy out and, and had him um, personal foul him, and then that kept the ball with us. So there's a three huge uh, plays that are intangibles that all the Heineke haters out there don't care about because that's what really wins football games. You know, all these guys can throw the ball, some harder, some softer, but they all can throw the ball. It's the intangibles and moving around, feeling, having pocket awareness uh, that, that matters uh, most to me at least. So how do we win this game? Well, Sam's got to be more like Taylor. He's got to start moving. He's got to have pocket awareness. He's got to get out of there. He's got to make their defense run, run for him. Because we only rushed for three yards to carry at Philly last year. Everybody thinks we ran the ball, we ran the ball. We didn't. We rushed for three yards to carry. We ran enough. We did run enough, but that wasn't what won the game. And then on defense, we just got to not play chase if he's not going to chase the ball once someone goes by him. Put other people in there. Because like you say, our run defense is not good, particularly against good teams. I trust our secondary. Make Jalen Hurts a passer. Make him a pocket passer. Make him Sam Howell. Make him sit there and collapse the pocket and don't let him get out and see what he can do throwing. He may hit you, but I tell you sometimes he'll throw us two interceptions. So those are my keys to the game. And how much of a chance do you give him, Doc? Well, well, well. Let's say, well, there's always a chance. So I'm going to give him 10% chance. Okay. That's fair. I think that's reasonably yeah, you fair. Gotta make your kick. Yes. You make your kick. Well, Joey you Sly made right. Joey Joey Sly made four of them in Philadelphia yeah, in that game. And and real quickly, when you say the running game wasn't the key, I would agree that by average and by box score bingo, you're not right. going to walk away going, "Oh, that was the key." But you're damn straight; it was the key in the first half. Yeah. But Again, they they did not run the ball well in the second half. They ran right. the ball well in the first half. Really well. moved the chain? It was Taylor Heineke's well, third down pass. Well, they weren't long. They were like good enough. Right. But they were right. But that was part of the. They were huge third down pass. But that. But that was part of the thing, is that they were in no, third and that. short versus third and nine and a half, third and ten. But but some guys third and short get ta- get sacked. I understand that. Right. I understand and, that. And so you know you got to still do it, but he wasn't appreciated for that. So let's Be- see if Doc- Sam can have some of Taylor in him. <laughs> Okay. I appreciate you, Doc. As always, have a great weekend. Love you. Um, man, she, she, Doc just never stops, never stops fighting for her guy. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. The, the Falcons are in London against Jacksonville this week. It's going to be really interesting to see when they come back if Taylor Heineke is the starting quarterback. Of the Falcons, because that's where the commanders head after Chicago and Thursday night football next Thursday night and the long break. 
We'll get to Cliff. We'll get to uh, Anthony. We'll get to you. 301-230-0980. Two very simple questions. What percentage chance do you give them? Doc gave them 10%. I'm giving mine. And what keys, what do they need to do to win? Again, everybody knows the obvious stuff. Don't turn the ball over. Don't get sacked nine times. All that stuff. Sam's got to play. We all know that. Give me something specific to chew on. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I mentioned the Eagles are a little bit susceptible off of far left end, 5.57 per carry. And again, on the far right end, according to NFL GSIS data, they are very small sample size, just two rushing attempts against, but susceptible there as well, 6.50. In other words, don't try and run right up the middle in between the tackles behind Sadiq Charles, Nick Gates, and Sam Cosme. Even though Cosme is arguably your best offensive lineman, you're going to lose. I'll give you some numbers to back that up when we return. But let's get back to the calls at 301-230-0980. Let's go to Anthony in Maryland on line three, Matt, uh, here before the top of the hour. What's up, Anthony? How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for making it. Uh, so two things that the commanders need to do. The first thing is they need to get Terry McLaurin more involved. They need to target him, I'd say, at least 15, 15 times. I think I saw a stat earlier in the week that he's close to dead last in terms of uh, wide receiver one being targeted uh, attempts per game. Also, 
Um, we need to be able to put a QB spy on Jalen Hurts because what's going to happen is those long third down plays where Josh Allen beat us last week where he's able to scramble and pick up those uh, much-needed long yards with his legs. Um, and last, I also wanted to touch base on uh, Sam Howell. Do I think that he's going to continue to throw, you know, four picks? No, I don't. Um, just like Sam Howell, he opened up against the Packers in week one, and he turned the ball over four times, and he bounced back. I believe Sam Howell is going to be able to do that as well. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, no, appreciate it, Anthony. And a good point about McLaurin, but also Jahan Dotson. I just looked it up. They are both targeted 16 times each so far through three games, which is, you know, a little over five per game. It's tied for 62nd in the league. Tied for 62nd in the league. Again, there are ways you can get those guys the ball. Tunnel screens, quick slants, quick screens, quick drops. There are ways you can get them the ball. You can't do it every play, but get them the ball in space. And make Bradbury, make Slay, make... um. The uh, the corner that I've talked about several times this week, 28, I forgot his name. I'll have to look it up. I keep forgetting his name. Make him make plays. All right, we'll get back to your calls in just a couple of minutes. Got a Ryder Cup update here coming up, top of the hour style. How can the Commanders win and what percentage chance do you give them to win? I'll have some more uh, data and some more observations on how they can get it done on Sunday. Coming up on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.